Today, we have a special guest on this show and a fellow podcaster. Her name is Kristen Noriega, and she is the busy mom's go-to for simple nutrition, fun workouts, and creating a healthy family culture. As a registered dietitian, nutritionist, she has been working with moms for over seven years. She is a mom of four littles, military spouse, and Catholic Christian. You can find Kristen on the Baby Weight Nutritionist podcast, where she drops helpful tips to seamlessly fit fun foods, really good nutrition, and movement that lights you up into the cracks of your day. Let's talk to Kristen. Welcome to Reps and Redemption. What would your life look like if you started to prioritize your health and your faith? Have you been up late at night Googling healthy grocery lists, upper body workouts, or quiet time with God ideas? Hey there, I'm Ashley Harvey, college athlete, Jesus follower, now wife and stay-at-home mom of three daughters. In this podcast, you will be motivated to build your physical strength, increase in biblical wisdom, and utilize tactical health tips. If you're ready to be a part of a like-minded community of moms who want to be bold in their faith and live well, you're in the right place. Grab an iced coffee or a Celsius and head to the gym. Let's dive in. Hey everyone, thank you so much for coming back to Reps and Redemption. I know I gave you a little synopsis of Kristen Nor- Noriega in the intro. She is with us today while she is in Germany. Kristen, hey, how are you? I am doing very well in my bathrobe this cold morning over here. <laughs> Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for being with us. You said there was snow on the ground. What part of Germany are you in? So we're in the southern part, which is the region of Bavaria. So yeah, it's crazy. We've been here about three months and it's just totally different. Wow. That's so awesome. I know we were just catching up before we started this chat and um, tell us a little bit about yourself and how, you know, just your day-to-day life and how you got into prioritizing your health and actually teaching health. And then you actually have your own podcast. So tell me about that. Yeah. Okay. So I'm the host of the baby weight nutritionist podcast and I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist. So I went to school and I for nutrition and did years of education and, you know, went through this internship and put hours and hours into learning how to eat well and teach others how to eat well and do all the like nitty gritty details. I could, I've done hospital and clinical and all these things. Well, I had my first baby and, you know, there I am, this um, fit person who, you know, studied this and my husband was deployed. I was working full time, trying to raise this little tiny baby by myself. And my body was not feeling good. I just remember that first winter I was breastfeeding. The weight wasn't just like falling off. And I remember tugging at my shirt. It was a pre-baby shirt and just tugging it over my belly. And I was so uncomfortable and so embarrassed because it should have worked for me. It should have been fine. I shouldn't have had this struggle nine months out. And it was it was frustrating. And so I had, you know, I was trying to do everything I had learned in school and I had to go through this period of unlearning the calories and unlearning the how to, and really figure out what my body needed. And it was this whole process. And it wasn't really until after my second baby, I have four. So it wasn't really until after my second that 
I really found food freedom and applied that and figured out how to feel my best and enjoy foods and stop the cycle of restricting and trying to over-exercise and suck all the fun out of food. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, I hear yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. So I, and I systemized it. And now that is what I teach my clients. And um, it's just so much fun. And there's so much joy in food and movement when you come at it from a position of peace. Oh, I love that. And like you said, especially when there's peace in it, but you actually enjoy eating healthy and moving your body. That's, that's a game changer, I think too, for, especially for us as moms, because a lot of the times, if we, if we can't figure it out, we're kind of depleted at the end of the day. And we don't really have much less, much more rather to give. And I love that you said you, you didn't figure it out at first. And I'm sorry. (laughs) I mean, I'm still figuring it out. Right. So, and, but then after, you know, you kind of unschooled yourself, I like that term too, because I'm a homeschool mom. So the whole unschooling thing (laughs) kind of applies to us as adults too, doesn't it? Yeah. We are raised with all these preconceived notions and these really deeply ingrained diet culture feelings. There's good foods, there's bad foods, eat as little as possible, you know, over-exercise to pay for it. If you had a night of drinking, if you had a night of two pieces of pie, you've got to pay for it. It's like, good grief. Why are we trying to fit into this tiny little box, punishing ourselves for every decision? God made food to be enjoyed. He gave us the ability to taste, the ability to smell. He knew what he was doing and he doesn't make mistakes. Mm. So here we are. Let's just enjoy the food and feel good. Amen to that. I I mean, praise God that I can taste because I love food. <laughs> and I know right. we're talking we're talking now right when about when Thanksgiving is approaching and you know, I I think too it's it's hard when you've got the culture screaming to you know, just count your calories or you know, do this or do that or it's like a pull to each sort of fad diet that happens to be, you know, semi on fire for the moment. And it's interesting that even though you were in school for that, and then also just applying it as a mom, how, like we're, we're here today to talk about how to live a more healthy life and live a daily healthy lifestyle in front of your kiddos. So this is actually one of the main reasons I know I can talk to Kristen for hours about health and fitness and wellness and kids and homeschooling and traveling. But we're talking today about how we can live in front of our kids, just live healthier, you know, and just give, lead an example. And why don't you give me some examples of, or or what did you have in mind rather to just kind of set us up and those that are listening of how we can really show our kids to maybe not battle with what we have in the last several years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So feeding your family can be a struggle. Caring for yourself and finding the time for it can be a struggle. So mm-hmm. really trying to, number one, integrate your family into the conversation is going to be super key for your success. So if you are trying to do all of your health and your fitness during nap time, when baby's sleeping, when your kids are at school or whatever it is, then you're not like 
they don't get to see it. They're not seeing you live out a healthy life. If you're, you know, sucking the fun again out of food and treating mealtime as this fight where you have to eat your vegetables, you have to eat your vegetables. We're not going to have any, any cake or any candy. It's no fun. So number one, we want to invite our family into this positive conversation and give like, let them see us work through it. And this makes me think of one of my recent clients. She used to be this real big dieter and she has tried everything under the sun. And her daughter is, you know, in her formative ages. Now she's like eight or nine or so and real impressionable. And she would say, mom, you can't have that. She's dieting. Oh, mom's on a diet again. Mom's dieting, you know? And then when we work together, they change the conversation and now she, they have conversations about, ooh, what can we have with our carrots today, mom? What can we do to move our bodies, mom? Like, it's, and just changing that conversation. So she invited her in because the little eyes are watching. No matter what you're doing, no matter how you're approaching this, they see it and they take yes, it in. Yes, they do. Yeah. Yes, you're completely right. Okay, I, I love that. And I think what we forget to, as moms, is that we are the caretakers of the house and we are mostly probably the primary one primary person in the house doing a lot of the cooking and the meal prepping and you know thank god my husband loves to prep meal prep on the weekends especially like large portion portions of protein which is ah uh, i love that because i i need i definitely love the help i love that he loves to cook and he's so much better than me i joke like he should totally be the housewife but anyways, <laughs> but I think it is important to invo- involve your family because if, if they don't see it, they don't understand kind of what goes into it, right? And I remember when my five-year-old was six months to a year old, even up until she was two, we were renting an apartment and I just put her in the stroller. She had her bottle or a toy and I went to the apartment gym and strolled right in there, <laughs> strolled up next to the weight rack and just lifted my, you know, did my postpartum workout that wasn't as heavy as I would like, but I was still in a sort of rest phase and it was awesome. And she emulates that now, like, and we go to the gym several times a week. I know I've talked about that on the show several times, but now she asks like, are we going to the gym today? And she calls it working out, but she gets to go to the kids club, but they, you know, they have a basketball court and they do so many things, but the fact that she knows that that's a normal part of our week. And I love that you said that about your client who, you know, it's so we influence our kids so much and how she was, you know, knows her mom was on a diet, her mom was on a diet. But now, just like you said, I think that was so powerful changing the conversation. You're not saying, no, no, we don't say that anymore. You're just changing the way you kind of say it, which I love. Is there something else that you would love to touch on in this topic with those little eyes that are constantly watching us? (laughs) Yes. So if you're in a season like we are, where your kids are coming out of your ears and you can't (laughs) get away and you're homeschooling mom, like I get it. I'm there too. We're, We're living in the thick of it right now. And when you want to, you know, find some movement, if you're like, I, that's so cool that you can go to the gym. I literally haven't been to the gym since my first was born. 
seven years it's, ago. Yeah, it's hard. It's, <laughs> it's so hard. Close. If it's not close yeah. to, it's so hard. Oh gosh. Yeah. So it's really stressful for me. So I want to just encourage you the listeners to find the path of least resistance. So mm. if doing a 30 minute workout video makes you want to pull your hair out, don't do that. <laughs> right. If running on the treadmill is something you despise, don't do that. But if you really enjoy getting down on the floor with your little ones, with your crawling baby and doing planks and push-ups and, you know, whatever it is that can integrate the child, then I definitely want to encourage you to pursue that. Find, you know, find your love there and go about it that way. That is brilliant. I like how you said um, your second point was find the move, find your movement. And it is hard, especially if like if first of all some of us we we don't have a gym near us to actually even go to and if it is close they don't have a childcare program and yeah. if it if it is close and they have the childcare program it might cost an arm and a leg like we don't know everyone's situation is different and i do find that i i am not a video exercise type person so i would be on the floor doing planks and pushups that is my path of least resistance. And I love how you said that when it comes to our nutrition as well, just like it does with our exercise is finding the path of least resistance with both. Like why, why are you going to run on the treadmill if you absolutely hate it? Or why are you going to do a bunch of cardio if that's just not your jam? Like, (laughs) let's find out what you like to do. And if you're listening to this now and you're like, oh my gosh, I never thought about this before. Do yourself a favor and do Kristen and I a favor. Find what you like to do. Let this next, these next few weeks be discovering yourself and what do you like to eat and what do you like to do? And give yourself the permission that it does not have to look like anyone else's workout on social media or Facebook or your friend that you meet for coffee, which might have some really great insight, but I, I've never loved cardio. I really haven't. And, you know, I'll work it in now. I will. But I love to lift weights. That's just what I do. And go for long walks. That's just my thing. So it works for me. (laughs) So find out what works for you, right? What do you like to do, Kristen? It totally depends on the season of life I'm in. Oh my gosh. I go through seasons where I, I love yoga and I love just stretching and I feel really good that way. And then there's other times where I'll be training for a 5k, a 10k, whatever it is. Not lately. That kind of sounds terrible lately. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're <laughs> running way, way more than I My knees don't love that so much anymore right, right now. I'm kind of in a position where I'm doing some weights, doing a little bit of running on my treadmill. Um, yeah, just just kind of rolling with it day to day. And then, you know, you gave us the permission slip for movement. Like you, those were, that's a powerful statement right there. Here's your permission. I want to also do that in the kitchen. You have permission to hate to cook. You have permission (laughs) to not healthify every recipe. You don't have to spend so much time you, you know, you don't have to have your own sourdough bread recipe. Like everybody on Instagram does. i (laughs) Do not spend more time in the kitchen than I absolutely have to. And that always shocks people. Like, I'm not going to give you all these fancy recipes because I don't use them. I'm not going to you know, right. bake from scratch because I'd rather be playing with my kids. And so right. if you just find what you love and own it. 
Yes, I think that's great. No, you're you're totally right. It I think sometimes we need to hear that though cuz we do open the app or hear the thing and then we're just like, "Oh, I need to be doing more." Like I don't know how many times I said that today. Like we're we're going on a trip this week and I'm like, "I should have done more." <laughs> Lately, I've been telling my, I've been living for this. I'm telling my husband every day, I can't be good at everything. Here's what I was really good at today. Like, oh, that's brilliant. We had a really good homeschool day and our house is a disaster. Meanwhile, or I was like work. I showed up. I did an interview. I had my clients today. I hit it so hard. We read a few books for school today. (laughs) Like you can't do everything. Pick your job rock whatever you're gonna focus on at that moment (laughs) I love that I mean come on we have we only have two arms and two hands right and two legs like what I mean we sometimes might feel like we're super women but but technically the one thing what's the one thing of the day I love that so I want to go on I don't know if you have another point because I want to just like pick your brain on all the things but I love the points that you made so I, we kind of, Kristen and I like to keep our, our, uh, conversations where moms can actually sit and listen to the whole thing. I think that makes the most sense for you guys listening and our audiences today. But if we're going to recap, we're going to talk about how we can be more healthy, live a healthier lifestyle in front of our kids while little eyes are watching. And Kristen's first point was to invite your family into the conversation and just let them know like what's going on, what you're making and make it kind of fun. Like don't, it doesn't have to be like you sit at this table till all your broccoli is gone (laughs) or else nothing. And I think when we make it that restrictive or that, I guess you could even say controlling, it could be, it could be kind of unhealthy in both ways, right? Kristen, what would you say about that? Like, is that something that you kind of practice at home? As far as like, can you go to extreme on either end? Yeah. Yeah. Like too healthy or too lenient, I guess. Yes. So just think back to your story, everybody, your story with food, your relationship with food, your day to day. If you're, if you're avoiding all the sweets, if you're on a healthy diet, if you, you know, you're keeping all of the fun out of your day to day, then ultimately you binge on the weekend, after an evening, after the kids are in bed, it all comes pouring back in. But when you normalize it for yourself, you allow yourself to have sweets on a day-to-day basis. I eat sweets every day. And that's my professional opinion. You should probably have chocolate or whatever you love every single day. Because if you don't, then you just crave it and you crave it and you crave it and then you crash and you're not doing yourself any favors. But if you normalize it for yourself and you normalize it for your kids, then it's not a big deal. You can have, they can have sweets too. And one technique for like making this really super clear that fun foods are fine is to serve it on the plate for yourself and for your kids. So at dinner time, you just put whatever the dessert might be on the plate, just a tiny little like, Hold your fingers together in the shape of an O. You know, if you just put a little serving side like that on the plate, you're going to find that the kids think it's really cool 
And you're going to see that one of your kids is going to devour it and eat everything else. One of your kids is going to not touch it until the end. And the other one's going to go around and steal everybody's like, and it's going to be fine. And it's just normalizing that we have our broccoli and we have fun foods and we enjoy it. I, I love that. I, you know what, I've never done that. I've always waited to after, and I'm going to do this tomorrow and I'm going to let you know how it goes because I believe my 20 year old daughter would save her sweet till the end. I know my five-year-old would eat it first. And I believe my one-year-old would walk around trying to steal it. <laughs> it's my, my three-year-old who goes around trying to steal it too. <laughs> She's so sneaky. And it's always like, I love- <laughs> give me some more and everyone's like guarding their they're guarding their plate oh my gosh Kristen these are awesome points so I didn't mean to deviate but I did because I really wanted to ask Kristen that question about you know going extreme on either end so let me wrap up the points that she made while little eyes are watching you and helping you prioritize your health and live more healthy on a daily day day day-to-day basis so number one is invite the family into the conversation and make it fun and then number two is find your movement through the path of least resistance don't forget to move your body right and I just want to ask you Kristen where can everyone find you you know, if they're like, wow, I love, I love hearing her talk. I want to listen to her show. Like, tell us where everyone can find you. All right. Go find my podcast. That's the best place to start. You're going to hear all the hacks, the tips, the tricks, everything there. The baby weight nutritionist podcast. I'd love to have you there. Um, then you, from there, you'll find my free community, my starter kit, you'll find, you know, more information about coaching, everything. So definitely go check out the podcast, the baby weight nutritionist podcast. I know everyone's adding it to, to their podcast library now, right? So before we go, and I'll put all of Kristen's links in the show notes, just so you guys can find them. So I'm going to ask, I'm going to put you on the spot and ask you one question. So and it can be health related or it does not have to be health related. But what is your favorite mom hack? Like if I could give you an example, m- one of mine that I've shared before is I double make my kids beds. So like if there's an accident in the middle of the night, all I have to do is take off the top layer. So what is one of your favorite mom hacks that you can share with everyone before we sign off? Oh, my gosh. Game changer. I put socks in the shoe closet by the door instead of everybody running around trying to find socks and they can't they're just right there perfect okay so dessert on the dinner plate and socks in the shoe did you say closet in the shoe closet, closet? okay perfect <laughs> oh my gosh thank you so much for being here with us today so if i ask you back in the new year in 2023 would you like to come back and chat with us yeah absolutely Awesome. Thank you so much, Kristen. Have a great day. If this episode motivated, inspired, or challenged you, will you share with a friend? I would be so grateful if you could leave Reps and Redemption and Apple Podcast Review. This is the only way I know you like the show. Please join the Facebook group for accountability and community. Link in the show notes. Be bold, mama, and live well. Until next time.